0: Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the C1 Speaking Podcast. This is your host, Christian, and today we'll be tackling a topic within the broader theme of home and accommodation. We're going to be talking about our relationship with our neighbors. So without further ado, let's delve right into it. So today's question is how well do you know your neighbors? How well do you know your neighbors? Now think about that for a moment and then listen to my answer. All right. Let's unpack my own personal thoughts on this. Here's my answer. Actually, It's quite interesting you ask. Truth be told, I don't really know my neighbors well. We do share the same building, because I live in a block of apartments. But our interactions tend to be limited to polite nods or brief greetings in the lift or the hallway. You see, I guess that in today's world everyone seems to lead busy lives, right? leaving little room to build close relationships and it's a bit of a shame i reckon as the proverb goes better is a neighbor nearby than a brother far away right however i respect everyone's need for privacy including my own so yeah my knowledge of my neighbors is rather superficial but we do maintain a pleasant and respectful atmosphere in the building, which is good enough for me. Alright, that was my model answer. Now, let's take a moment to reflect on my response, okay? And as always, you can follow along with the transcript available on my website, c1speaking.com. I started off with phrases like Actually, it's quite interesting you ask. And I also used truth be told. And these are often used to set the tone and to initiate a response, right? They are part of what we call starters in spoken language. And by the way, listeners, can you substitute these starters? So I used, actually, it's quite interesting you ask. Instead of, ooh, that's an interesting question, you know, (laughs) that's a bit boring, right, to say that every time in the exam. So I used, actually, it's quite interesting you ask. But you could also say something like, actually, funny you should ask. Or if you're really excited about the topic, you could say, I'm glad you brought that up. (laughs) I'm glad you brought that up because it's something that I've been wanting to talk for a long time, right? All right, anyway, those are some synonyms or similar expressions that you can use to start the conversation instead of the plain, oh, that's an interesting question. And regarding truth be told, you could also use something like, to tell you the truth, or well, to be frank, or you could say, well, frankly speaking. And another one you can use is between you and me. So truth be told, between you and me, to be frank, frankly speaking, those are all perfect alternatives, right? Okay, now you'd notice phrases like you see and so yeah, which are examples of fillers, right? Those are fillers. And these fillers provide a natural flow and also, truth be told, give me the time to gather my thoughts, right? Fillers are really helpful in the exam. And I've also used some common word pairings or collocations. Like for example, polite knots or brief greetings. Right? I used polite knots, brief greetings. And then I also talked about busy lives and close relationships. And then I also said... My knowledge of my neighbors is rather superficial. So superficial knowledge. So all these collocations give the speech a natural fluency. Now the interesting thing is, can you substitute some of these collocations? Can you think of synonyms to make your natural English more flexible? I give you a few seconds to come up with substitutes for close relationships, busy lives, and my knowledge of my neighbors is rather superficial. So instead of the cliche busy lives, You could say something like, hectic schedules, right? We all have hectic schedules. And instead of close relationship, you could talk about strong ties. Yeah? So, to build strong ties. And instead of, my knowledge of my neighbors is rather superficial, you could say something like, well, I barely know my neighbors. I barely know my neighbors, right? And that, my friends, is really important. You need to build flexibility. So even with a short model answer, like the one I gave you in this episode, you can already practice tremendously, right? All right, that's all, there you have it, my friends. We've covered starters, fillers, linkers, collocations and examples of natural spoken language in this short model answer. I hope it helps you appreciate the nuances of spoken English and helps you in your English learning journey. That's all for today's episode and as always, thanks for joining us. If you like what I did in this episode, I've got some exciting news. I'm going to release a three-hour audio course to help you excel in your C1 speaking exam or in your everyday life. And the release date will be on September the 1st. But if you want early access to this brand new course, it is an audio course, by the way, you should pay close attention to the next episode of this podcast. All right? Okay, then. That's all for today, dear listeners. Speak soon, my friends. Bye-bye. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, and language learning to more serious ones like history, politics, culture, and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable mp3 files and pdf transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. Patreon.com slash your English. Patreon.com slash your English.